to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset. And today, I, I've got a guy with me that, let's just say, before I even tell you who he is, and a, and a lot of you are going to know who he is, but back in the day, he he took a team from, from five agents and 100 transactions to 650 transactions and 30 agents. How? by equipping them and teaching them how to speak to people. And I know, Dale, you're about to go way deeper than it's how to speak to people. But but essentially, it is, it is scripting. It is mindset shifts. It is completely changing the way you view things so that everything is, is helping you win. And, and, and I can't wait to, to dig into this. So, guys, we've, we've got Dale Archdeacon. He used to be a kickbutt realtor. Now you have a company called Smart Inside Sales where, where you work with, with medium to large size teams all across the country, helping them just dominate from, from a, a sales position. So, Dell, is there, is there anything that I missed that, that you want to make sure that the people know about you? No, I, I think we covered everything that we can legally say about me. Okay, good. <laughs> and if we want to, I love saying illegal things as well. So if there's anything illegal that you want to admit on this show, you know, no, we'll, break, we'll break the definitely, news. Definitely not while being recorded. But uh, thank you for that intro. And and thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Uh, you know, when, when you and I connected and, and I uh, discovered that you were a social media expert, I was interested to come and talk to you guys because that is not our wheelhouse. That's not our specialty. Um, I hate to say like that we're old school sales because that's not really the case, but we're just you know, sales is communicating with other people and you, and you have to have verbal communications, text communications, DMs, right? Face to face. And so we specialize in those communications and for teams and brokerages, we also help consult on the productivity side, right? So the bringing accountability, helping these teams and uh, brokers structure how they manage their salespeople, whether they're outside salespeople opening doors and, you know, taking listings or whether they're inside salespeople, you know, talking to leads, warming them up and pushing them to those outside agents. Well, and, and you not being the world's greatest at social media is actually what excited me about this interview because I just think so much about old school sales, right? Using that in air quotes. I don't think it's a lot different than, than what ultimately should come through our, our efforts on social media. Uh, I think we've also perverted those waters of like, we see what you do and social media as the same. They're not the same, right? I'm almost, I'm almost like the guy that's more at the top of the funnel and then you're directly underneath me so that as conversations become available, you're teaching people how to how to do those at a high level. 
Yeah, you know, right? one of the things, so we, you and I spoke before we did this interview, and it was just after I had uh, spoken on stage in Kentucky. And a lot of, um, you know, several of the speakers were talking about, oh, you have to do video, you need to be on social media, you need to be doing this and that. Um, and it occurred to me that as I'm on stage, speaking from the perspective of somebody who owns a coaching and training company, that what the agents, and I've been an agent, I'm still a licensed agent, I just don't go out and show houses or take listings. I run and manage and, you know, I, I leverage through others. But yeah. it, it occurred to me that the only reason that these speakers needed to be on stage saying it is because the agents in the room, the team leaders in the room, the broker owners in the room didn't realize what the insane impact was of what you're teaching people to do on social media, which is to pre-frame them, pre-sell them for the sale. And so when mm. you and I talked, I was like, man, I want to testify about this because in our sales, right? I have, I have internal sales teams when people come to our website. Here's what happens. They consume our videos on YouTube. They see me doing webinars for Follow Up Boss, Ylopo, all these really big name vendors in the industry. Yeah. And then they go down the rabbit hole, they research me, they research us, they research our material. And so my salespeople, our sales process internally for coaching and training essentially is, hey, let's first figure out how much they already know, like, and trust us so that we know how much we need to sell or not sell, right? Right. And so, you know, listening to these speakers talking about, oh, you got to use video, you need to be on social media, this is what you got to do. And these agents are just like, oh, it's, you know, it's so much. I don't know what to do first. Right. I think they don't understand the impact of that pre-sale. And for, for our company, like it is literally when somebody uh, jumps on a Zoom with us and they're like, I love you, consuming your material, it's made an impact in my business already. All they want to know is how much does it cost and when can we start? Right. So can you, I love this conversation. Can you give us some of those those pre-sale questions that, that you've given your team to, sure. to know you know, is this person a five out of 10 for their excitement for me? Do they so, not have a clue who I am? You know, so, how do we get there? So coach Kyle, this is going to sound like it's going to be like, that's it. Like that's the magic you, you brought this guest on to tell us this because <laughs> it's so simple, but it's conversational and it's things like, Hey, Kyle, how'd you hear about us? Kyle, what brings you here today? Kyle, how do you think we can help you? Right? Literally, those are the beginnings of the conversation. Kyle, what kind of, you know, what are you trying to solve for here? Mm. Those are the questions. And the answers to those questions tell us immediately, right? If somebody says, oh, I've been consuming your material. I love your stuff. I follow you. Like, I've implemented this. I have my whole team watching your, your cash call podcast, right? You're like, all right, this is going to be pretty simple. You just show me where the bullet wound is, and I'll tell you how much it is to plug it right? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And then you've got the people kind of in the middle who will say, uh, I don't know, you know, uh, I, I heard your name and, you know, I saw maybe something you did, but I'm not really sure, you know, what you guys do, or I'm not really sure where I would apply it. Right. That's kind of in the middle. That's the, I'm open to be pitched. Conversation. Okay. And then there's the people who are like, I don't know. You tell me, right. That's the, uh, that's the, I don't know you like you trust you. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to be a hard sell. So let, I, I want to kind of backdoor my way into this. Like with that last person, the person that a uh, man or woman of very few words, it's obvious, like in my mind, I'm like, well, how, how do we even get here? Why are we on this call when you're giving me nothing? 
I've had a couple of those. And so, yeah. Well, what do you like? Are you sending them to a video? Are you like, how do you kind of try to soften that to bring them to, to being more receptive to the conversation? So I'm in the moment, right? So I don't break, I don't change. Really what I do is basically I will not pitch you until you identify a pain point. Mm. Now this is different from real estate, right? So if you're talking to real estate agents, it's going to be a little bit different. If you're talking to mortgage people, it's going to be a little bit different. But yeah. specifically for my industry in coaching and training, I will not pitch a, I will not write you a prescription unless you tell me what your symptoms are. It won't happen. That's good. Right? So, uh, and that's how I have to train my salespeople. So basically the conversation is going to be, well, Kyle, how'd you happen to end up here today? Oh, I don't know. I, you know, somebody said I should check you out, but I don't know what you do. Okay, great, Kyle. So now I'm going to find out a little bit about your team, about your business. And I'm going to find out if you're hitting your goals or not, right? I'm going to find out if you have anything that you'd want to fix within your business that you think we could help you with. And I literally, there was one guy that did that and I was training a new sales guy. And uh, we had at least a 30 minute conversation of this back and forth cat and mouse before he finally gave me a pain point that I could pitch on, but I yeah. wouldn't pitch him. And he literally was like, I don't know, sell me what you do. Tell me how you're gonna help me. Tell me what you're gonna do for me, right? Tell me why I should be here. And I'm like, this is, that is not the game, my friend. You, yeah. you, it's my game, not your game. Let's play my game. It, and I, I really, I, I think this is directly related because I bet a lot of realtors like on social media, if somebody happens to DM them with a question, they're a shark with blood in the water, <laughs> right? Like they, they immediately go into, Oh, here we go. And, mm -hmm. and I bet most of them squander those opportunities, run people off and yeah. they probably happen to be friends, which makes it even worse Yeah. as opposed to leading with questions. Yeah to genuinely get a sense of where this person's at. Because I I believe too that most people feel like you're gonna sell them. Oh, so yeah. when you don't, instantly that rapport goes through the roof yeah. because you didn't do the one thing they assumed that you would. Oh yeah, that's a big thing that we train on. I, what I When I'm training salespeople, I remind them, you are a salesperson. The only person who ever forgets that you're a salesperson is you. Nobody else yeah. ever forgets. The consumers don't forget Dude, that. That's so good. Yeah. And I'm like, they know you're a salesperson. They expect you to try to sell them. And you have to look at it as like you are the big bad wolf and you're in grandma's nightgown until you try to sell them something or until you try to pitch them. And that's when you whip the nightgown off and it's like, oh, I knew it. It was the big yep. bad wolf, not grandma. Right. So a big wow. part of what we train on is keep that nightgown on as long as you can, because once you take it off, you can't put it back on. You can't you can't unsee the big bad wolf. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Dale, talk to me about like when when y'all start working with a new team and, you know, they're they're going to have all different sorts of symptoms. But the bottom line is they don't they don't know how to communicate to people. You know, they don't know how to manage their their mindset or set expectations, whatever it is. Like, what are the first couple of things in your training that are like these are the non-negotiables? This is what we have to knock out first yeah. in order to, to get you where you need to go. So in the first session that we have with a team, my trainers set up how we're going to work together. They talk about tracking, tra you know, uh, measuring your, your output, what you do, your contacts, all that kind of stuff, your goals. And then they immediately go into doing role play. 
And what they do is they say, hey, let's role play a couple of different lead scenarios right now. And what my trainers are looking for is they're looking for how well are they prepared to introduce themselves, get into a conversation with different kinds of leads, and how are they able to handle themselves if they, re if they hit opposition. And frankly, in that first session, usually their intros suck. It's a mess. They're not well trained. They, they can't even really answer the phone in a, with using best practices, right? Or, or make an outbound call. And I don't mean outbound. What I mean is to call one of their leads, right. past client or whoever, a referral, and, and have a really good uh, process for doing that and how they sound. They don't sound professional. They don't sound polished. They don't sound prepared. Um, and so it's a combination of two things. It's either a lack of, of good training because, you know, there's a lot of bad training. So it's either a sure. lack of good training or it's a lack of reinforcement because a lot of teams, uh, team leaders, broker owners, or even, um, you know, if, if I'm a solo agent at a, at, a, at a brokerage, say I'm at a Keller Williams, for instance, I was there for about four years. They have fantastic training. They have so many resources, right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter if you have great resources, if nobody is making you do the workout to do the work and make the practice until it's ingrained in you, right? Right. So all the best training in the world isn't going to do you any good if you don't rehearse it, practice it, have it on demand, and then preferably listen to yourself and what you did, like your recordings. Well, and so this is where to, to directly, directly take this to social media, I would tell realtors, you know, you want to get better at video. Partner up with a friend of yours, right? Call this script practice, call this role play. And y'all start recording videos together so that you've got another set of ears in the room, right? So they can go, ah, man, I don't know. Like part of that was good, but the way you started, it didn't really pull me in because if, if you don't have somebody else's feedback, I mean, I'm always going to think I'm awesome. <laughs> right. Right. And, and so like, that's what I think of when, when, when you start talking about that, because that's. I feel like very few teams that I know like actually set aside time where they role play every week. Yeah. Because so. most realtors probably go, well, man, Dell taught me three years ago how to introduce myself. <laughs> right. And so I think I'm good. I love the teams. Like when we first start up with them and um, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty good at this. You know, I, I role play frequently or, you know, we, we have script training, you know, every month or so. And we start role playing with them and they're terrible. Right. Yeah. So, we definitely have a perception that we are way better than we think they are. We are, and listen, it even happens to me, right? So, painfully watching myself like speak from stage, you know, I'm like, oh my god, one, do I really look that fat? I look like a potato with arms and legs. One, two, like I look like I'm angry. I'm actually not that angry. I'm just serious about what I'm teaching. And so, even me at this point, like watching those kind of things. It, it will teach you things you didn't realize, right? That you didn't yeah. realize the way you look, the way you sound, the things you said, or what you need to actually practice on until you do it. Dell, let me ask you this. What, what attributes make someone coachable? People are coachable when they realize that they don't know everything and they're willing to get out of their comfort zone in order to improve what they do or improve their skill set or get to another level. That makes people coachable. And so when, when you walk into a group of people where they possess the opposite of those things, 
what are you what are you and your company like how are y'all helping people kind of first they've got to recognize that right but then how do you get them to the other side here's my experience uh you know working with lots of lots of organizations is that usually there's only one or two kind of bad apples in a bunch at the most you know yeah i mean it's it's relative to the size of the group so if you have 15 or 20 you're probably going to have one or two people that are just not coachable and they'll speak up either they'll be in the back of the room scowling at you or they'll be at the front of the class arguing with everything that you say um and so usually you know what i say is i say hey listen uh you know we, we don't there's no one way to do anything right you can if you say enough dumb things to enough people you're going to sell real estate believe me you yeah will. sure I, i've personally done it too i know it works um so here's what I, what i typically ask them as i say all right if what you do works keep doing what you do uh if you want to make a change try doing what i'm saying mm. that's one the other one is hey listen just test it out, right? You, you don't have to do it the way that I do it. Let's assume that what you do works as well also. Now let's just pretend that we were doing it this way and the world was different and I move on. That's for the people who really can't become coachable in the moment and yeah. want to keep hammering. Those are the black and white people that need to know whether they, they need to know, they need to be justified that they're right and that you admit that you're wrong. And so, you know, I, with those people, I just have to move on. So sometimes, sometimes they do come in out of the out of the cold, right? Sometimes they'll fight you, fight you, fight you, and then you never know. Like the next session, you show up for training. Like, hey, I wanted to tell you, I did that thing you said that I said was wrong, and it actually worked. And you're like, yes. I isn't it so hard to like in that moment want to be like, I told you, <laughs> you know? But then you'll just set them back and ruin it. So you just have to right. like just very humbly take that. I celebrate with them. I'm like, yeah. yes, that's awesome, fantastic. Keep going, man. Right? I just celebrate with them. I, I don't, I don't normally. It depends on the personality of the person. If they're open to the "I told you so" and the crowd will laugh, great, let's do it. Yeah. If it's if it's a more somber crowd who don't, you know, they take themselves pretty seriously, you know, that's a hey, great win, man. Pat on the back. Let's move on. So, how do you? Because what. What I'm about to ask you, I think, directly correlates to like when people start doing more social media content and then the hater shows up Oof. and that person trumps all the positivity that existed. They've sucked all of that out. Oh, and then yeah. people leave feeling like less of themselves or they never were that to begin with. Like, I'm a fraud. So when you're coaching and you've got the bad apple that, I mean, you're a human being too, right? So it's possible for them to make you think you suck and to for you to lose that confidence. So talk to people about like, how do you overcome those bad apples and not let that bad apple affect your ability to serve the rest of that room? So here's what I would say, man. Honestly, I'm currently in a bit of a different category. I've been doing it so long and have so many like accolades and people behind me, like so much experience with people sure. what kind of impact that it makes and they enjoy it that... I don't need any techniques at this point. So here's what I would say, my perspective on that. It will happen to me again in the future, the next time that I try to do something that I haven't done before, that I'm a newbie at, right? So I'll go through those emotions. That's a totally normal human reaction. My wife just went through it. Her, my wife and my son, my son's a skateboarder, young, he's like 12. My wife and my son are working on trying to get a skate park in our town, right? Okay. 
so many people support it so many people think it's great one of the local Facebook groups just took her post about where it was going to be in an update on it put it into their local town group and there was one really nasty troll that like shredded it and was like saying all sorts of nasty things about my wife and it totally got in her head and she mm. was like oh I shouldn't do this like the, you know uh, this is uh, you know she was feeling defeated the way that you had said right so listen it's a total I, and I have no magic cure for that uh, on, uh, unfortunately so here's what I would say it's an absolutely normal human condition uh, the people who win the people who who achieve new levels of personal development and, and things that you create in your world are the ones who are willing to continue to fight through that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my advice would be just play dumb, okay? Be I too dumb, be too dumb to be convinced that you're wrong or bad. So good. It's so good, man. I, I, I was partially selfishly asking that for myself because literally yesterday, I so I'd been asked to keynote like a really big event. Nice. My it, it was going to be to kind of give you the 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 end without telling the end. Mm. It was going to be like the biggest speaking opportunity of my career so far. And and yesterday they they emailed me and said, "Hey, we've chosen somebody else. You know, we appreciate, you know, your willingness to be a part of it." And you know, like similarly to you, like I do a lot of great things. I'm a very confident person and man, it like, it took me out for a couple hours yesterday Yeah, because it was a huge disappointment. Yep. But all I have to do was to wake up today and keep fighting the good fight, right? Staying in the game. And I think sometimes that's the only, that's really the only advice we can give to people. Yeah, it is. Listen, uh, I mean, I'll share, I, I appreciate you sharing that with, with uh, us, me, um, yeah. And that sucks, man. I'm sorry to hear that. I hope you bounce back. That's all right. I, yeah. I still get I still get in those positions too, man. I still get disappointed. I still get depressed. There are times when everything can be going great and I wake up and I'm like, this is all crap. I don't know if I'm in the right spot. Am I doing the right thing, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I'll just share this with the listeners that as I've grown an organization, so now we have five trainers, you know, we have support staff, marketing, uh, administrative, all sorts of stuff. And things are going really well. However, with well, with a bigger organization comes more complexity, right? And right. so things are more complex. And sometimes I'm really excited about it. I'm like, wow, we can do things we could, couldn't have done before, right? And, and now we can implement really cool things. And then sometimes I'm like, holy shit, how am I going to keep all these balls in the air? And what happens if this comes crashing down? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there are, I mean, it, you just, it's two sides of the coin. You can't have one without the other, as far as I know, unless you're some kind of crazy sociopath. Yeah. Uh, in which case you never feel fear or, or doubt. Man, wouldn't that be, I mean, I don't want to be a sociopath, but to not fear, to not have fear or doubt, that'd be kind of cool in moments. I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the downside of it is, but uh, yeah. Man, There's got to be one. I feel like you'd live like a Red Bull commercial. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like all fun all the time, man. Oh my gosh. That'd make for great social media content. I'll tell you that. Sure would. Yeah. So dude, talk about, I, cause one of the things that y'all do at an extremely high level, just watching your content, you know, looking through the website, looking at reviews from people, like people are blown away at the way y'all teach them to talk to people. 
I know. And, I, and that sounded like a lot, like coming. I don't like that felt like very much of a run on sentence. But but that's really what I got was people think they know how to talk to people, and then you walk in the room, and then they go, "Oh no, I've been talking, <laughs> I've been talking to people very badly." <laughs> and so, like, what are some of those misconceptions where like people think the way they communicate is effective? And it's it's not. And then so, what would be the effective way? I'm going to give you a very simple. I'm going to give you okay. a very simple description here, and I hope that it resonates with people. You know how you described your vulnerabilities, your fears, your your disappointment, right? And and how you were looking at yourself, and you internalized it, and what that meant about you, and all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Here's what people and salespeople especially forget is that every single person thinks about themselves and has the same fears and doubts and worries and self-concern that you do and that that salesperson does. And so what salespeople forget is they approach it as though it's a cat and mouse game where either I'm afraid of the lead is going to make me feel bad about myself and so I don't communicate confidently or like you know, I'm familiar with them, or they look at the lead, I say lead meaning other person or consumer, like I need to manipulate this person to get what mm -hmm. I want, right? Those are the generally the two perspectives. And so what we really do, honestly, and this is an oversimplification, but if you look at it this way, we take that salesperson, we say, hey, it is not an adversarial relationship, okay? That every single person you're talking to is has fears and hopes and doubts and wishes and concerns and 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 uh, uh, is thinks is most primarily worried about how you're going to make them feel about themselves okay and they want to get somewhere they want to do something they want to achieve something or avoid something and really all you have to do is just quiet your own internal voice long enough to have a good conversation about them and that and what they want and fear and need and doubt and yada yada to, that will create a great conversation for you, right? So it's that's a big paradigm mindset shift that we have to get people over. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't like being, this sounded exceptionally theoretical, okay? But, but basically what I'm saying is in your conversations, you need to be direct, you need to get on the same side of the table as the person, and you need to understand their perspective, their wants, needs, fears, concerns, in the same way that they understand them, and then you can help them from from a from a genuine uh, mm. partnership. Man, it's, it's so good. And all those words that you just said, when you're rattling off fears, hopes, dreams, like from a social media perspective, if you can identify those things for the consumer you want to reach, that's when content gets really easy. Yeah. Right. Because the consumer is paying attention to our to us on social media. And so if all the times that you show up online, you're the bulldog and you're talking about like how I we got, you know, I got my clients to get the sellers to lower there. And and, you know, we like that's not breeding trust, in my opinion, with people. No, to, to say, oh, does, what that does a lot of times, that's really only for the A types who are like, yes, I want that guy. Go kill people for me. Right. Everybody yeah. else is like, ooh. I wonder how you'd make me feel. Um, mm -hmm. I wonder if you'd take advantage of me. Would you turn that against me? Like that is literally the questions going on in the back of their head when you talk like that. So powerful. And 
So when we can begin to articulate that, that's when, in my opinion, from a social media perspective, we, we start winning, right? We start doing things different. And as we, I knew this would be a great episode. And so anybody that hasn't thought it up to now, they're dumb. If they like just undownload all of my, that's not even a word, but just undownload all these episodes. If, if you haven't found immense value in this. And, and so Dell, I want to tell the, you say that's all the guests, don't you? I don't go listen. No. Okay. I, I don't always say it. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I actually, I've never told someone to go undownload my podcast. So this is a first, that's you know, a first. but I want to, I want to turn this on you for a sec because I, you know, unfortunately we've got to live in the world of social media as well. And, and so you have to, at times stare into a camera and deliver a message. And, and you'd probably say much like me, like I'd rather just be on a stage where I'm in my comfort zone and, and I get 45 minutes or an hour. And so it gets weird when it's like, okay, 60 seconds, Dell go. Right. So, Talk about just your own per insecurities and the things that you have to overcome on a regular basis to, to show up online. Yeah, it's difficult to do that. Just blank canvas, camera in my face, talk about something. Um, and so what I prefer to do is, one, I have a podcast, right, where I yep. have a co-host. It's way easier to operate with a co-host. And even if you think about co-host, like... Man, just have somebody off camera asking you questions. You answer the question, and then just mm -hmm. then just cut it out. You know, I, again, we're no social media experts, but we do help teams and brokers with their recruiting process. And part of that recruiting process is you need to be marketing to the agents in your market. And so, one of the a lot of brokers, team leaders are like, "I what am I going to say when I show up on camera?" And yet, they'll coach. 30 or 40 agents individually answering questions passionately, giving them lots of great information every right. single week. And I'm like, man, just get your director of ops to write down five questions off camera and ask you the answer to them, right? Just cut it up. Like, it's not that difficult. Um, and so I kind of do the same thing, right? So we'll have, we'll jump on a Zoom. There'll be somebody who can ask me questions, somebody to prompt me. Um, or if it's, I'll, I'll do like a straight, video to, you know, face to camera kind of talking. If it's a real short thing, like we're running a 10 week, 10 listing challenge this summer. And yeah. so I'll do just a quick brief promo for that. And then my team chops it up. But that that's about the extent of what I do. Otherwise we're taking training that we already produce. We're taking my podcast that we already produce and we're cutting those things up. Well, and, and I, I think that's the best advice for people listening is capture yourself in the environments you're already the most natural in. Yeah. If you know, so if we're talking to, are we talking to real estate agents or mortgage people? Uh, both. They okay. both listen. Yeah. So listen, man, you know, start conducting zoom meetings with your clients where they ask you questions, just get their permission to use the recording, uh, you know, get their permission to cut parts of the recording of you in it where you sound smart. Right? right. And people are happy with what you told them. That yeah. Likewise with mortgage people, you know, like everybody has questions about how mortgages work. Well, and I, I'll even, so like sometimes I'll use, you know, I have a, a little bit fancier, like it's a Sony ZV-1, which is like an $800 camera. So technically I guess it's not fancier than my iPhone, which was way more expensive than that. But like, I'll take one of my devices, like if we're on zoom right now and I'll set up the device at 45 degrees and then I'll record a behind the scenes look 
of you and I talking. And so now this is super chill because I'm not worried about that at all. Right. Like I'm focused on, on communicating yeah. with you and we like, you know, we, we don't think enough about the, the mental aspect of all of this stuff. We like feeling like we're the fly on the wall in a room somewhere. Oh yeah. And so when somebody can get this vantage point of me, for those of you listening, I'm no longer looking at Dale, right? I'm looking at the corner of my office. It automatically, in my opinion, disarms them because I'm not staring you in the eyeballs anymore, right? Yeah. So like technically you're watching a video that wasn't even intended for you and I'll get more sales from a video like that than if I'm staring in the camera going, do you need a social media coach? Are you tired of waking up and not being good at video? Well, I've got like nobody wants that. Like I just felt gross even pretending to say that. That's funny. Uh, that's like half the videos in my Instagram feed, actually. <laughs> no, no doubt they're awful. Yeah. So, in in our last couple minutes, Dale, you are the expert of things that I am not. And so, if there was one thing that you just wanted to give to the people listening whether it's a, a, a tip about communication, a tip about perseverance, a tip of like in your world where you are the king, like what what's something that we haven't talked about yet that you you would feel bad to leave the listeners without? Sure. Um, listen, it's not going to be revolutionary, but did you, you, you remember when I said that if you say enough, if you say dumb things to enough people, you're going to sell real estate? Yeah. It's honestly that, man. Make contacts, okay? And not to undercut anything else. Listen, my business now is built and runs because of our social positioning. However, it doesn't mean anything if we're not talking to people, if we're not following up with them, if we're not asking for the business, right? So again, that's we just kind of focus on the core sales engine that puts food on the table and keeps the lights on, which is make more contacts. You can, you can do it really poorly as long as you do it with enough people. Bro, that's so good. I I suck at following up. <laughs> so, and so that's why I had to hire a sales guy. <laughs> and so Sunday morning, literally at 7 a.m., I'm laying in bed and I have this, I just have this thought of like, man, you haven't heard from so-and-so in a while that had reached out to you about speaking. Mm -hmm. And so I start thumbing back through my email. Dude, I came across 22 different conversations, email threads oh, where somebody had requested information and I'd given it to them and never heard back, or I just totally dropped the ball and didn't even say anything. And so I sent 22 follow-up emails out on Sunday morning at seven in the morning. And dude, I've already generated over 10 K in revenue. Nice. Just from 20 minutes laying in bed on a Sunday following up with people that's crazy. and in my head i'm like you're a freaking moron <laughs> because those are just the ones i found right there's no telling how many dozens of others and that's probably the story of the average realtor that is or the, the average lender that is the story of the average realtor and lender there's gold in them our hills and people just aren't pulling it out and mm. listen man we're all creatures of habit you and i just both admitted that we suck at follow-up right yeah. Just that, yeah. I have a I have a damn sales training company all around lead conversion scripting dialogue, which means you gotta follow up with people, right? And right. I suck at follow up. So listen, 
If you suck at follow-up, put a process in place, either automated or a live human being, that's going to help you remember to follow up with stuff. And if you don't have the budget to do that right now, well, guess what? Yeah. It's you. And so you're just going to have to get some self-control and you're going to have to force yourself to do it. So good, man. Now, I copy my assistant on every proposal I send. Nice. Because then, you know, three days later, 10 days later, she'll email me and go, hey, you know, did you hear back from so-and-so? Do I need to send them a, and that was oh, it. No. That was a simple fix. Let me fix this. No, that assistant follows up because you are too rock star to follow up with anybody. Dang and when right. you have the conversation, you say, hey, that was great talking to you. My calendar is so packed that I want to make sure I don't miss you. My assistant will be following up to answer any questions and help you get, uh, help you schedule me, whatever it I is. I love right. that. Then you tell that assistant that they're going to chase them around until they buy or die. So good. So good. Man, I can't wait to unpack this this episode even further when I'm not like stuck listening to be able to ask the next question. So, Dale, how how do people get in contact with you or, sure. or your team? Uh, so our website is smartinsidesales.com. Okay. I'm Dale at smartinsidesales.com. Super easy to find. Um, we have a great podcast that I think we're going to have you come in and talk with us on called Cash Call, which you can find on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, whatever. My marketing person is going to shoot me because I don't know exactly where it is, but it's called Cash Call. <laughs> it's easy to find. And basically what we do is my co-host and myself typically will be playing live recordings of actual salespeople and ISAs and breaking them down live on the show and giving wow. free coaching. Yeah. So it's like free coaching. Man, that's awesome. We'll have all those linked in the in the show notes. Bro, hopefully I've won my audition to get to be a part <laughs> of your life in some capacity because you have won mine. Oh, and so, man, I appreciate you. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Guys, you know, I hate this part, but if you're still listening, please make sure you're subscribed. Go leave me a review so the algorithms will know you love me and they'll show this to more people. We appreciate you guys. Have a great rest of your day. We'll be back real soon with another cool person with an even cooler story. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.